Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. I want to just uh, start off with a little favorite song to get us energized, because um, one of the things we're going to talk about this morning, and I want you guys to bring your questions, uh, bring your shares as well, because this will be very interactive. Uh, but, you know, identity, identity, energy, mindset, overcoming limiting beliefs and fears, the genius blockers, sabotage, you know, self-sabotage, small-itis. Those are a lot of the things that we're going to uh, discuss this morning. But just to get us going and get us in the right frame of mind and the right energy, I'm just going to play a little bit of, of one of my favorite songs. It's called Good Morning by Max Frost. So here we go. I'm going to put the microphone up. All right. So just get moving, get excited. Good morning, how you doing? Waking up, shaking, yesterday's blues, yeah. Turn the TV off, it's bad news, man. Feeling fresh like a Ziploc new man. OJ with a champagne tuna. A ghost with Holy Ghost running through ya. Hell yeah, it's a new hallelujah. Walking like the top of a bottle and I 
Who's ready for a good morning? Give me some yeses. Give me some Ooh, mic flashes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Right. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> all right, yes. guys. And actually, as, as you activate, all right, so one of my uh, buddies, Eli Wilhide, he is Tony Robbins' number one uh, salesperson. Like, he literally has closed hundreds of millions of dollars for sales for Tony. And guess what he does? And guess what Tony does? If you've ever been to a Tony Robbins event, which I love them. I've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars to go to Tony Robbins events and he changed my life in a big way. But what he does is he gets you activated into saying yes to your life, saying yes to your future, being a decision maker, being a powerful action taker, as Kim was talking about earlier. So I wanna invite you guys this morning, some of the things we're gonna talk about could change your life, change the trajectory of your future. Anything that you hear in this Breakfast with Champions Club could change your future because so many amazing shares, amazing people, amazing individuals. And I'm pleasure, or I'm, I'm uh, pl uh, honored that so many people I've served have, uh, that are actually in this room, many of them as well, have had life-changing decisions, but you never know what type of decision might come as you make uh, decisions and you become a bold decision maker. So I wanna see, uh, actually let's start with this. Who has made a powerful decision that has changed their life in the last 30 days that has put them on a new trajectory? Uh, if you're on stage and you made a decision, Jamika, yes, I see you, go ahead. Or I thought Jamika was sharing. <laughs> she unmiked. All right, Super Mario, if you have a share, I saw you flash. Yeah. Whoever has made it. Yeah, yeah go ahead, my so, man. So uh, in the last 30 days, actually, uh, there was a social media show, uh, AIM, you know, all in moments, you know, that Nate Forrest and then ran in Vegas. And I just took the opportunity and I flew out and I got to meet some incredible people, including Credit Ninja. Beautiful. And new relationships, putting yourself in proximity. Proximity is power. I'm going to share a few concepts that you guys will probably want to write down if you haven't learned these yet. Um, proximity is power is one of them. You put yourself in the right environments um, is, a, is a big, big thing. So Mario, what you did, you, you just make a decision. I'm going to fly out. I'm going to take action on this. And how did that shift your energy while you were there? when you flew out to Vegas for that experience? It, it was surreal at first, and it was just so powerful because one, it's just, you're now, it's like you said, the, the pro proximity, it's just being surrounded by people who just have that same ambition and that drive in them, you know, and that energy is just so infectious and it just, everyone just like was like powering up everyone else, like hyping up everyone's like, it, it was just a very infectious, you know, weekend. Love it. Love it. Um, well, love that share. Anyone else make a beautiful, powerful decision that changed their life in the last 30 days? Flash your mics. Let's see if we got anyone else that would like to share. Uh, Sheila, I see you flashing. Go ahead, my friend. Good morning, Michael. I um, made the decision to accept a position becoming the manager of my brokerage firm. Yesterday was my first day. And the confidence that I built to myself because of Breakfast with Champions for the last year plus um, made me be able to do that and take that role. And you guys support me every morning and get my mind right. So I'm looking forward to what the next year brings. Thank ah, you. That is amazing, Sheila. Bravo. Congrats. Round of applause for Sheila. Love that. Um, so, guys, one of the things um, I want to share and I want you guys to write this down if you're able, all right? Your identity precedes your destiny. And, and here's what I mean by that. Um, oftentimes, we wait for someone else to authorize us to do what we want, to become who we believe we want to be. But if you look at the mindset of a champion, you look at 
um, uh, the identity of a Michael Jordan, identity of a Floyd Mayweather, identity of a Conor McGregor, identity of a, uh, you know, Oprah Winfrey, that the mindset and identity, they don't wait for others to authorize themselves. Um, one of my one of my new friends, he was uh, the former world welterweight champion, third boxer in, in the world in the welterweight uh, category, which is the Floyd Mayweather, Manny Pacquiao. He was the third ranked boxer in the world, as well as the welterweight champion uh, twice, Andre Berto. He's from Haiti. Uh, his dad was a Haitian immigrant, came to America uh, back many, many years ago, and then his dad in the mornings, when he was like seven or eight years old, this kid had to do 500 push-ups, 500 squats, often had to run sprints um, in the morning. His dad would follow along in the car before school. Um, and he was developing in this toughness and this mindset and this identity of a champion in him. And sure enough, he eventually became an Olympian uh, Olympic medalist, uh, won the bronze and won the Olympics, and also became a world champion boxer because he was continually training himself to become that which he sought to be. All right. So, um, and I want to share, I want to share a snippet, um, and a snippet of a Muhammad Ali's I am the greatest talk. But before we do that, I'm going to post something up above because remember, we talked about being action takers and we talked about being decision makers and we talked about being people who step up and step towards their greatest gifting. And that is my obsession. And my obsession, if you guys haven't met me before, Mike Zeller, I've started a bunch of different businesses, uh, real estate, fashion, automotive, etc. I've also had, uh, I've had many moments uh, where I flourished and many moments where I flopped. So I've done both. Um, and one of the things, uh, is along the way, I just became more and more obsessed and driven towards helping people unlock their genius. So I wrote my first book, came out last year called The Genius Within, which you guys can get it for free when you go to geniuswithinbook.com. But right now I just want to give away a few things and I'm going to give away, uh, uh, multiple things today. Just as I wanted to, I was asking myself, how can I bless bless my uh my audience today how can i serve everybody and unlock my, my obsession really today is to unlock everyone from living in small itis small itis is is you know i struggle with it too like small itis is is where we play beneath our potential we we don't own our greatness we let other people basically snatch our greatness. Um, and, and it's not, not even other people's fault. It's our fault for being disempowered. So I wanna invite us to claim our power today. And I'm gonna share a little link. And it's basically a free guide, uh, free six steps to finding your genius. So, and what I'm gonna do is out of the next, in the next few minutes, whoever uh, just grabs that free link, I'm gonna gift you guys uh, I'm going to gift three people, three people, a copy of my book, The Genius Within, and then I've got an abundance journal, a 33-day abundance journal, physical journal that I will mail to you. Um, so if you just go here, I'm posting the link up above, just grab that, and, and it's just six steps to finding your genius, and then I'm going to send, I'll announce the names here shortly um, as well for the three winners of both the abundance journal, which is 24 bucks and the book, which is $14.95 on Amazon. Uh, I'm gonna give a copy of three people of that as well that uh, go ahead and grab that six steps because I wanna reward action takers. All right, so let's, uh, let's dive in. I wanna dive in to listen to Muhammad Ali's epic talk here. Uh, so how many of you guys have heard Muhammad Ali's talk, I am the greatest before? Anyone heard that? Mary Lynn? Okay, Monica, beautiful, a few others. All right, so let me give you guys the backdrop here. Um, so this is, it's 1964. Muhammad Ali is about to fight this guy named, well, uh, this guy named Sonny Liston. Sonny is considered by many, still today, one of the top 10 fighters in the world. And, um, and when he fought, fought Sonny, 
let me just pull this up here. I'm just going to grab something uh, versus, yeah. Uh, so when he fought Sonny in 1964, it was a seven to one odds that he was going to lose. And he was a 22 year old kid basically who had not won any single major match. Yes, he had won in the Olympics, but he had not won his last two matches, last two or three matches, the previous couple years, he had, he had barely won, squeaked out a victory against average, average, average opponents. But Muhammad Ali had something that was remarkable, and that was an identity and a mindset um, of who he was going to become. And when I was, I was telling you guys about my friend Andre Berto, when Andre was in rehab and he had this thing called frozen shoulder um, after he had surgery, and he was in rehab for months down in Florida, and this this noisy, talkative Irish kid comes in, who's also in rehab and uh, ripped his knee up uh, in a fight. And his name was Connor McGregor. Connor would talk nonstop. He was just talking nonstop about what he was going to do, about the uh, wins he was going to build. And this is before Connor became Connor. So this is before he became the world champion. But he's consistently just talking nonstop about how he was going to become the champion. Now, we all don't have to be boastful, braggadocious boxers of proclaiming out loud to everybody and, and as an entertainer, but I also want us to have that sense of certainty about that sense of that, that purpose, that longing, that where we know we're meant to do something in our life and have that sense of certainty. And my passion is today that we would unlock some things. And after, after this uh, Muhammad Ali uh, talk, I'm going to invite some of you guys to share without shame, with just owning your greatness, something that you're working on authorizing yourself for, owning your greatness, okay? So I want us, this is a safe place for you to share your greatness. Sounds good? All right, let's get, let's get diving in here. I'm going to go ahead and play this. Uh, we'll just play part of it, and I want you guys to pay attention as well. When you're when you're becoming something, you're initially going to face resistance, resistance from yourself, as well as resistance from others. Listen to the crowd and how they respond to Muhammad Ali. Listen to this piece of history: 1964, six months before he fights Sonny Liston, and listen to his energy, listen to his conviction. Kentucky, wearing black tie, Mr. Cassius Marcellus Clay. And remember, Muhammad Ali's name was Cassius Clay, which is the name of a slave. And so that's why he changed his name later. But we'll, we'll continue on. For his first reading... Mr. Clay will honor us with a recitation of his classic poem, I Am the Greatest. today. He talks a great deal and brags indeedy of a muscular punch that's incredibly speedy. The fistic world was dull and weary. With a champ like Liston, things had to be dreary. <laughs> then someone with color, someone with dash, brought fight fans a-running with cash. <laughs> this brash young boxer is something to see in the heavyweight championship is his destiny. This kid fights great. He's got speed and endurance. But if you sign to fight him, increase your insurance. <laughs> this kid's got a left. This kid's got a right. If he hits you once, you're asleep for the night. <laughs> and as you lie on the floor while the ref counts ten, you pray that you won't have to fight me again. <laughs> for I am the man this poem is about. 
the next champ of the world, there isn't a doubt. This I predict, and I know the score. I'll be champ of the world in 64. When I say three, they go in the third. So don't bet against me. I'm a man of my word. If Casha says a cow can lay an egg, don't ask how. Grease that skillet. <laughs> champ of the world, there isn't a doubt. Here I predict Mr. Liston's dismemberment. I'll hit him so hard, he'll wonder where October and November went. <laughs> when I say two, there's never a third. Betting against me is completely absurd. When Casha says a mouse can outrun a horse, don't ask how. Put your money where your mouse is. <laughs> All right, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Who, who enjoyed that and who felt a stirring in their spirit to own and claim their own greatness? Listen to Muhammad Ali own his greatness. I'm curious. Who would like to share? If you guys would like to share. Hey, man. Hey, Mike, I, I'll listen to you. I saw Deanna as well. And who was the guy speaking? Yeah, TM. TM. Go ahead, my man always inspired by by the greatest right i mean inspired motivated i mean he owned it right at all times but he also had fun with it i mean to hear the the audience crack up laughing uh right i mean he was very intentional he, he was serious uh but but clearly manifested uh you know his greatness right you can't just talk about it you got to be about it he had that confidence so i mean great segment that that you shared this morning certainly inspiring uh, from the greatest of all time. Love it. Thanks, TM. Appreciate it. Brother Deanna, what about you? I saw you flash. Yeah, uh, same. Um, I've heard bits and pieces of it, but it is, I've never realized the audience reaction until you said it, um, to pay attention to it. And he just rose above that. He owned it. And uh, um, all the work that I've been doing with you, Mike, and it's just like this year, I chose my word to be emerge because um, you know, it's time to own it. It's time to own it and and know I plan on to being on stages and that's happening this year. So there you go. I'm owning it. There you go, Deanna. Yes. Love it. And what are you going to be talking about on stage, Deanna? So I work in the area of uh, trauma coaching uh, for women who have experienced intimate partner violence. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. And I just like to show them that they can go from trauma to triumph and that there is laughter after the trauma. Beautiful. And are you going to become one of the best in the world at teaching about intimate partner violence and creating healing around that? Absolutely. 100%. All right. All right. I love it. Hey, Beautiful. Mike, this is Ramon Ray. Ramon, yes, hey, sir. I Mike just wanted yours. to say what was interesting about Muhammad Ali, Cassius Clay, I think, is that the aspect of I think he was confident, yes, and in himself, some bravado, I think we call it. But I think he was betting on himself as well, Mike, because he knew how good he was, if that makes sense. Like, it's interesting how you just asked Deanna, are you going to be best at speaking about intimate partner violence? I love that, how you challenged her. In my case, if I had to challenge myself, I can't say I'm going to be the best person to talk about Twitter. There's a lot of people who can talk about Twitter well, but I can say but be one of the best person at performance on the stage, if you get what I mean. So I think going back to Cash Clip, we can learn, Mike, and I'm curious your opinion, but he was confident at what the goal was, which is to knock out the opponent or get more points win in boxing. That's what the goal was. So that's what I took from the speech. Yeah, 100%. And, and he owned it, and he also spoke it into existence because – at the end of the day, our words yeah. are commands. And I, I read one of his autobiographies. Um, I'm reading a second one here soon. And he talks about how he was scared, so scared that he was going to fail. And that part of the reason he would proclaim those things is it would cause him to train so hard 
and to prepare himself so hard to actually become worthy of the championship. So he declared, it's like he threw a gauntlet across the wall and said, you know what, I'm gonna go get that gauntlet. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna cross that wall. I'm gonna cross that canyon of obstacles, right? And so his words proclaimed where he was going, the direction, because our words are, are, are causing us to choose a path and direction. That's why we wanna be hyper-intentional about our self-talk, hyper-intentional about the words we choose on a daily basis, because they are charting your future. Your words of self-talk, your, your consciousness, your connectedness, what you're speaking and proclaiming to yourself and to others, guess what? That's telling you where your future is gonna be. So eradicating, eliminating ungrateful words, eradicating and eliminating a negative self-talk, eradicating or eliminating um, criticism, complaining. If we're in a complaining spirit about others, about things that are wrong with the world, about Russia, about COVID, about work, about money, guess what? Your complaining is, is repelling your future and it's actually manifesting more of what you don't want. So you want to be hyper, hyper careful about that. I'm curious who, who also, like, I love what you shared there, Ramon, and what you picked up, and Deanna as well. It's like, hey, he didn't, he, he overcame the resistance. But if you guys notice, at the end of the talk, the crowd believed it, believed that he would become the greatest or felt his energy. They believed his energy. Energy transfers. So his conviction transferred to the rest of the audience. And I wanted you guys to experience that this morning because I, some of you, so I, 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 as I was going to sleep last night, I was like, you know what? If I can challenge one person today to step up to and claim their greatness in a unique way, then that would be a win. But I wanted to obviously inspire hundreds of people to do that. So I'm curious who else feels like, hey, I'm ready to claim and authorize myself and my greatness not in a braggadocious way necessarily, but just in an authentic, powerful, aligned way. And once I proclaim, like I started proclaiming myself um, uh, about 10 years, or not 10 years ago, about a year and a half ago, started saying, hey, I'm on this path to become America's top entrepreneur mentor. Right now, my next step is establishing myself as America's number one expert at helping unlock the genius of high achieving entrepreneurs and leaders. So, uh, so that's my path that I'm on. Who's ready to claim their path? I'm curious. Linnell, I'll see you flash. And then Mary Lynn, I'll see you as well. Linnell. Hey, Michael, how are you? Good morning. Good morning. Thank you. Can you hear me? We got you. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm dropping my son off at school, so I apologize, but I am proclaiming that this is the year that I help hundreds of women get their power back. Um, the reason I'm focusing on hundreds of women is because I want to have an intimate relationship with women back to their better selves. Um, coming, from a, coming from a background where I know what abandonment feels like, I know what it feels like to rebuild um, I want to start with a focus group of women and then have those women expand out their networks. So I'm starting with the hundreds. The hundreds are going to uh, branch out to the thousands and then the thousands will branch out to the millions. And so that is my goal for the year, Michael. So glad to hear you this morning. Thank you for the inspiration. And also thank you for the song. I think that's my new favorite song. This is Linnell. I'll go ahead and mute myself out. Love it, Linnell. Mary Lynn, what about you, my friend? Well, good morning. I love it because, well, first, I love Muhammad Ali. I mean, you're right on track with the words he says, you know, the things he took a stand for. He's just a hero. But one of the things that this year I've just proclaimed I'm going to take back is my energy and, um, you know, not playing small, like you were saying, because I have a big personality. I have a lot of energy. When I walk there was a time when I walked into a room, you know, I changed the energy of the room. Um, I've t a few people know privately, but I'll say it on stage for the first time is my ex-boyfriend is a big NBA legend, um, Daryl Dawkins. He has since passed away. So rest in peace. But if anyone knows him, he is a character like you don't hang out with those people 
and be in that space if you have small energy. So I lost it somewhere and I got quieter. I get nervous talking on stage. It's just not me. So I have proclaimed to take it back and I'll just be like, I am so pretty. <laughs> Hello, Muhammad Ali there for you. So that is what I'm proclaiming. And that is what you've inspired me to say out loud. So thank you for that. Love it. That's so good. Beautiful share, Mary Lynn. Who else would like to share? One more share of something. Michael, that I'd, like, I'd like yeah, to share. Go ahead. It's Maria. Who's that? Maria, you're up, my friend. And then it sounds like someone else wants to share too. So uh, flash your mic. Uh, was that Megan? Yep. It sounds like. All right, Maria, you are up. What just came to me was what we're doing right now with the scrolls. Now I, I actually, it just clicked. I actually understand why at night, we're reading them out loud. Like I was like, okay, why am I reading it out loud? But I'm going to do it because that's what I'm supposed to be doing. And uh, I, I, I'm going to read them tonight. Uh, read. Uh, I'm on scroll two again because I mess, messed up. But um, I'm gonna. It's about love, and I'm gonna read it a little differently tonight because of this conversation. I'm gonna read it out loud like Muhammad Ali tonight. That's what I'm gonna do. I just wanted to share that. Yes, yes. And notice, practice with the energy, guys. Something uh, you want to do is also notice that Muhammad Ali over and over used the I am phrase. I am the greatest. I am the world's most beautiful fighter in the world today. I am, like if you look at great people who manifest their future, whether they're saying it publicly or privately, but they're saying it to themselves most importantly, because they're developing the identity, they're developing the consciousness. Notice, like if you if you read the Bible, Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the son of God, I am the light, I am the resurrection, I am the door, over and over, Moses talking to God, God says, I, like Moses, hey, what's your name? I am the great I am. So you wanna, you wanna tap into the power of that phrase. Like that's why when I do my morning affirmations, I'm also speaking into my identity of who I wanna show up in my alter ego. We talked about alter egos a little bit last week. Um, but I start out with, I am Magic Mike. I am a powerful force for good. I am uh, a wealth magnet. I am, I am, I am for two minutes. And it just puts me in a different state and a different identity and proclaims where I want to go. What happens in our subconscious is even if we aren't there yet, as long as part of us believes it. Now, if, if your subconscious doesn't believe anything, uh, about what you're proclaiming, then you're creating more disconnect. But you want to, or it, it, you can also add the phrase, I am becoming, if you don't feel like you're there yet, okay? Because you want your subconscious to feel aligned, but you want to proclaim where you're going and the energy, with energy and conviction and emotion. And even if you got to get in your car, like some of my private clients that I've worked with, uh, if they, you know, they don't want to wake up their wife or their babies or whatever, I said, hey, just go get in your car and and do your affirmations in the morning, like so you don't wake anyone else up in the in, in the house. Uh, so that's something I'll do sometimes. I'm just driving down the the highway and I'm just boom proclaiming who I'm becoming, right? I mean, Conor McGregor, as I was telling you guys, he's in rehab, hasn't won any big match, just literally ripped his knees to shreds. Um, this is like 10 years ago, comes in proclaiming who he's going to become, proclaiming what he's going to become, how he's going to do it over and over and over. And eventually his body believed it, right? And then he manifested it. So uh, great share. Megan, were you next? Did you want to share? Yeah, I would love yeah. to. Good morning, Michael. <clears throat> I am your success facilitator, helping you propel your business and life. I am your encouragement expert to help you understand that faith brings hope into reality. I want to help you understand that there is always hope and infinite possibilities just over the horizon. And most importantly, it's never too early or too late to create the life of your dreams. That's great. Beautiful. Love that. Who else would like to share another mic flash? If we have anyone else that would like to share before I move to the next segment.
This is Patty. Yeah, Patty, go ahead, <laughs> my friend. I, I'm telling you, the synergy in this room is amazing. A couple of hours ago, I shared Exodus 3.14, I am that I am, and that's what came to mind. And when you said it, I was like, oh, my goodness. And again, be mindful of the words that proceed that all day long. I am this, I am that. Just be mindful of that because you bring it into existence. And I am going to proclaim I am a household name, bringing a global solution to cope with loss, moving at the speed of life, helping you live your best day. And I am Patricia, and I am done speaking. Love it. Thank you, Patricia. Who else would like to share? And I'm bringing up some new uh, people from the audience as well. If you're in the audience and you want to share, raise your hands and then flash your mic. Go ahead and mute when you come to stage. Um, also, guys, I sometimes forget to do this, but go ahead and click the greenhouse in the top of the room. Uh, Breakfast with Champions, they just, you know, it's an amazing community. We host amazing rooms like this every single day. So go ahead and click that little greenhouse. Um, and then also I want to do the, do the first giveaway for my book and my abundance journal. Uh, so you're going to get a copy of Genius Within, the Abundant You Journal. Uh, so Sheila Santini, uh, Sheila Santini, shoot me an email or shoot me a message on this app with your um, address and we'll get that mailed out to you this week. And then I'm going to go ahead and give away the second one. And this is going to be Mindy, uh, Mindy Minchels, I'm guessing. Um, that's uh, Minchels at gmail.com. Shoot me uh, your address, your mailing address here. And you'll get the book of the Abundance Journal just as a little uh, gift. Anyone that opts in to the six steps to find your genius at the top, I'm going to give away uh, one more book in the Abundance Journal. Uh, here in just a few. So uh, let's go to another share. Who else would like to share an identity shift or in some way they're authorizing themselves? Let's uh -huh. see. Flash your mic if so. Did I hear Tanya? And Tanya and Michael will come to. All right, Tanya, you're up, my friend. Good morning. Um, I wanted to go back just a skosh to the, the power of the statements and stuff. When we when we are spelling, we're actually it's spell work, like magic. We're creating it. So anytime we're writing it out, we're actually manifesting it, as in magically manifesting it. So that that's that's where I wanted to bring that because it's mystical, but it's also wonderful. Love it. Thank you, Tanya. A great share. Let's go to Michael, the motivator. And by the way, we got C-Rock here in the house. He's leading an epic next session. Uh, so he's on at uh, 7 o'clock Central. Uh, he's a rock star, so you guys are in for a treat with him. Michael, what's up, my friend? What would you like to share? Good morning, Michael. Thank you so much for everything. You've been a real blessing, and all the shares have just been amazing. I um, just want to give a 30-second praise report. I have three teenagers, um, 19, 16, and 15 now, and I've been kind of drilling in every morning and every night to do their I am statements. So you know how it is with teenagers. So eventually I got them to buy into it. I said, come on, just do it for a week. They had the best week of their life. Now it's a habit. I don't even have to remind them. They remind me now. So we have this group chat. And all through the group chat, you'll see, don't forget to do your IMs. Don't forget to do your IMs. So I just want to say thank you very much for everything you shared. I love that. So good. So good. Uh, anyone else want to share real quick before I we would, move on? I Otis, I see you flashing, my man. And was there someone else? Yeah, this was Camille. Camille, we'll get you after Otis. I, and, Otis, you're up, my man. Yes. Um, Mike, I definitely want to thank you for sharing the... Muhammad Ali speech, it definitely uh, uh, helped change things in, into perspective. But I wanted to say that I am a, an expert in health and fitness, and I would like to transform millions of lives to empower them, not only physically, but mentally as well, to help conquer and redefine what health is wealth is all about. All right. Good, good share, Otis. Permission to give you a little hot seat coaching moment for a sec. You okay with that? Yeah. Beautiful. All right. So you said a disempowering phrase in the middle of proclaiming where you want to go. You said a disempowering phrase. 
And it's one that a lot of us say to ourselves over and over and over. And the reason I want to nip this in the bud is help all of us become more aware of our words because our words have power and magnetism. So the disempowering phrase, any idea what the disempowering phrase that sounds good, but it's actually disempowering. Any idea? No, I'm not sure. Yeah. So you said, I would like to. Here's what I would like to means. I would like to means I want to, but I can't. I want to, but I can't. That's what your subconscious feeling. Do you feel powerful when you say I would like to? Does your spine stiffen and you want to stand up straight? And now that I think about it, it's, it's, I can see what you mean with you when you say that. Yeah. So guys, eliminate. I, 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 I call them weak weak arse, since we, we don't cuss in this room, weak arse phrases. Some of them, here's one of them, I would like to. I would like to means I want to, but I can't. Next one, try. Trying is, is typically 99% of the usage, it's disempowering. I hope to, hope to someday. How many of you guys, I hope to go to Italy someday. I hope to make a million dollars someday. I hope to buy my mom a dream home someday. No, that's not gonna happen. Now we need hope and hope pulls us forward. But if we're proclaiming that I hope to be able to do this, there's no sense of certainty and conviction. The sense of certainty and conviction is what we need to become who we're called to be. So when you're authorizing yourself and you're calling forth your highest and greatest self, eliminate those phrases and eliminate those old stories and identities, okay? So thanks for letting me hot seat you there, Otis. Uh, who was next? I remember there was one more it was person. Camille. Camille, yes, yes. Hi, Michael. I absolutely loved, 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 loved your segment here. I'm a huge Muhammad Ali uh, follower, and not just for his craft of boxing, but for how for what he stood for and how he spoke. I actually I have a 15 year old son who is very heavy into soccer, and since he was probably about seven years old, I've been teaching him about I am statements and even about the story of Muhammad Ali. He has a big, um, a big picture in his room of the fight of Muhammad Ali versus Sonny Liston when he's standing over him and the story of, you know, the comeback kid, you know, he got Liston won the first time, but you know, Son, um, Ali just put it out into the universe that he was going to take it back and got it back in the first round. So uh, in the second match against each other. So I absolutely love that. And that really reinforced um, the lessons I've been teaching my son over the course of these years. And I just wanted to end off with, I am living a life with intention. I am the author of my own journey. I am worthy, I am powerful, and I am standing in strength, and I am the greatest. Thank you so much, Michael. This is Camille Jones coming to you live from Toronto, Canada. All right, Camille, great share. Love that you're doing that with your son as well. Can I hot seat you a second? Absolutely. All right. What are you the greatest at? I am the greatest at my own vision. I am the greatest at my voice. I am the greatest at where I am going. I am the greatest at who I am becoming. And I am the greatest at where my legacy will be left. All right. All right. Cool. Now, here's, I love that. And I 100% agree with you. We all want to be the great, like, there's no one like us that has ever walked the earth. There's no one, um, there's no Camille in your unique story, your unique combo, your unique genius, your unique gifts um, that has walked the earth. Now, what I want to invite you though is, is, is a one, what are you, what do you sense with deep within you, Camille, that you're called to create or called to be, but you're almost like not sure how you're going to create that or make that happen. Like Deanna was sharing earlier, she feels called to help people who have been, uh, experienced trauma through intimate partner violence. And she wants to speak and help create healing for people who have experienced serious trauma and be a dynamic speaker around that and empower and, and encourage the healing process. What, what is it that you want to uniquely become one of the best in your industry or your world at? I am, I am on a mission to show women 
uh, to demonstrate and display to women the beauty of their authentic journey. I want them to love who they were when they were younger and all of the journey that they are from when they, for where they are now. So it's all about loving your body from the inside out. I want them to love their body, to love who they are and what they've been able to achieve. All right, cool. So I love that great share. And what I'm going to encourage you to do even, even more precisely. Um, so I, I kind of break this process down in my genius within book. Um, but you can get this six step guide up top uh, for free as well. We have one more giveaway for uh, someone that uh, opts in on that. Um, so, but uh, the book, and, and I'll, I'll send you a copy, but just for you, Camille, I'll, se I'll send you a copy as well. Just DM me your address. I'll have my team send out a copy. But one of the things, if, if you will do this process, I want you to get even clearer about your, your power positioning statement. And so um, what, it, what it will look like is you go through, when you go through the full process, you take five different personality tests. Why? Because they all measure something different. Like the wealth dynamics shows you your natural pathway for building wealth. We all, you know, take people through the disc profile, the Myers-Briggs, the strengths finder, all that. Um, and then you take an inventory of your defining life moments. For example, since we're talking about Muhammad Ali here, at six months old, his first knockout, as a little baby, he knocked out his mom's front tooth, like swung his arm so hard, knocked out her front tooth. <laughs> so at uh, eight years old, he gets uh, his bike stolen in Louisville, Kentucky, and runs to the police station, is angry and frustrated, and it was his brand new bike that he got for Christmas, and the police officer happened to have a boxing gym and could tell, hey, he said, hey, son, uh, I can tell you got some anger. Would you like to come box it out? He's like, yeah, let's do it. And so then he starts boxing, um, starts boxing as a, as a young kid. And eventually, obviously, <laughs> even in his, uh, in his uh, uh, started, started winning his fights as a kid, and he was dancing around the ring saying, I am the greatest. I am the greatest. He's a little like 12-year-old. Um, and then um, he also was just nonstop talking. Like if you looked in his life, his, his mom talked about how he would just talk and talk and talk, would, would not shut up sometimes. Um, and obviously that's what he was in, very much an entertainer as he got older and older, right? And became mature and, and became the heavyweight champion of the world. So, um, so you go through your life experiences and that gives you clues. Our whole lives are littered with clues about our divine purpose. The, the third thing is your key relationships, which I'm going to spend the last little segment here before C-Rock comes on. Your key relationships, where like who gives you life versus who gives you death? Who do you love spending time around versus who do you hate? Who, who just drags your energy down? And then where do you have clusters of amazing relationships that open the door? Um, and then the fourth thing is your values and passions. Um, so your values, like what do you stand for? What do you stand against? What your passions? What are you insatiably curious about? Uh, one of the crazy things about this part of the process, the more clarity you get about your clues, about your genius, about your deepest areas of gifting and where your life trajectory has been pointing to, the greater uh, the greater likelihood you can step into flow state. When you're in the psychological state of flow, you're 500%, 500% more productive. So that's how powerful this process is, guys. Um, and, and you're also twice as likely to step into flow state, according to flow expert Stephen Kotler, uh, New York Times bestselling author of The Art of Impossible and many other books, you're twice as likely to step in a flow state when you are operating from your strengths. And so one of the things I, I coach a lot of my, my clients and uh, a lot of my team even uh, as well is like, hey, guys, you got to really know your strengths, know your weaknesses, stay, manage your weaknesses, tap into your strengths more and more and more because you become more and more valuable, more and more impactful. So I'm just going to invite all of you guys in the room. Hey, in this next season of your life, if you do one thing this year,
that could radically change the next few decades of your life, get even more clarity on your genius, get even more clarity on your unique gifting. Socrates, the founder of, you know, mentor to Plato and Aristotle, who basically gave us the philosophy of what became our democracies and our republics. They, Socrates said, to know thyself is the beginning of all wisdom. It's where it begins. Michael, Dr. Michael Gervais, top sports psychologist for the Seattle Seahawks and others, he said, one of the hardest but most valuable things you can ever do is know your deepest area of gifting, your genius. Um, and it's a lifelong pursuit to pursue knowing yourself. Um, another guy, D. Hawk, founder of Visas and Visa debit cards and credit cards. One of the craziest things, I talked to him last year, he was 98 years old. No, sorry, it was 2020 when I talked to him. Still alive, um, so he's approaching 100. But he, he, when he retired from Visa, sold his equity in Visa, he was one of the pioneers in the banking and credit card industry. He started writing for Harvard Business Review and he started researching the very best leaders in the world. And the very best leaders in the world did something that ordinary leaders did not do. And that was that they focused more than 50% of their leadership energy on leading themselves. In today's uncertain times, this world is moving fast. You know, this world is moving faster and faster and change is happening. And, we're, you know, recession, things like that. Who knows what's coming down the pipeline? We've got war, we've got COVID, etc. Things are shifting. But what you can be certain of, and if you tap into your knowing yourself even more, you can guide yourself to where you're meant to be. And you're being guided. All of us are being guided. Um, if we'll listen and tune ourselves more and more and more. So I want to give away the last book here, uh, the last book and journal set. Um, and then, of course, I'll post a link. If you guys, anyone wants to buy it as well, you can grab it. Um, I'll post that link here in a sec. And then the last five, 10 minutes, I want to talk about, uh, so I'm going to give the last book here to uh, Oliver, uh, Oliver and Oliver Maurice. So uh, looks like uh, you uh, will get the last set here. So just shoot me a message with your uh, mailing address. So um, next thing I want to talk about here in just a sec is the Dream 100. Because we're talking about relationships. I'm going to go ahead and uh, edit this link here in a sec, too. So if anyone wants to just grab the book, you're welcome to. It's totally it's free. You just got to cover the shipping cost. Um, let me grab that here. Perfect. Um, yeah. All right. Oops, wrong link here. Um, but what you want to do is, is you want to think about the top people in your life that you could connect with, that you could... Um, that are uh, like basically the dream 100. I'll give you a backdrop, um, multitasking, so that doesn't work too much for me. But um, uh, the backdrop of the dream 100, this guy Chet Holmes. How many of you guys have heard of Chet Holmes? Anyone heard of him? Um, I'm sure C-Rock's probably heard of him, but he wrote this epic book called Ultimate Sales Machine. And in this book, he breaks down um, this concept called the dream 100. And what he did, is uh, he took, he basically took uh, a lot of Warren Buffett's companies. Good to see you, Bobby and Justin as well, Ella. But uh, Chet Holmes would come and help turn around Warren Buffett's companies. Uh, Warren Buffett was famous for buying cigarette butt companies at the time. And, and what he did is he said, all right, um, not every customer is the same. Not every service is the same. Not every... Uh, opportunity is the same. And he would come along and uh, identify the top 100. Like, for example, he, they had this legal magazine. And it was like number 35 out of 37 in their industry. But in one year, he took it to number one by identifying the top 100 purchases, purchasers of advertising. Um, and as a result, um, he just targeted those top 100 people um, and over the course of the year, they became the number one customer, or they had those hundred people, almost all of them as customers and clients, because he was targeting and building relationships with 
um, his target list. And I started doing this uh, back in 2020. Uh, I created my own Dream 100 list. And I'm going to post the link right now in the, ch in the top. And you can literally grab my exact Dream 100 list. And uh, it becomes your most valuable list you've ever created. And what you do with it is you just uh, take, take this template that I've created here. And what you do, uh, you get an Excel uh, or Google Sheets spreadsheet. Um, and you can copy it. Uh, you'll see mine. And then you'll get a blank one with the, the formats all set up. And you just identify the top 100 people that could really move the needle. Like so Ramon, you might be hitting on you know, top uh, enterprise level businesses that want to reach your, your ideal audience, but you'd actually put the names of people, the names of the VPs and people, you know, of people up there. Um, and then you'd, you'd find their contact info or hire a VA to do that. You know, Deanna, what you were talking about um, with trauma and intimate partner violence. So you might, obviously, Brene Brown, she might be a Dream 100 uh, person for you, but it's probably going to take you, you know, a few years to get to the point of Brene Brown, but still put her on there, right? So the way you use the list is then you create that list. And instead of trying to reach everyone, this is like your game plan. It allows you to focus. And then you might really nurture and build relationships with 25, 30, 40, 50 uh, uh, people on your Dream 100 list over the next year or two. But over time, if you're really intentional about it, you can have a relationship with all these top 100 people. Like I've even got like Tom Brady uh, on my list. But now I realize I'm one relationship away from a relationship with Tom Brady. I, actually, I have a friend of mine. He actually made the, uh, our wedding gown for my wife. Um, he, he's made gowns for Giselle. So he's a, a sustainable fashion designer. So like... You never know where the opportunities will come about, but part of what we got to do is attune our radar and a radar to who might have those relationships. So as, as we think about where we're going, this is why it's so important to get more clarity on who you are um, and what you want to create in the world. That's the first part, but then you can build a relationship network with those people and just be a lead with giving. First part is lead with giving. So when you're building a relationship with Dream 100, um, be a giver. Like last night I was talking to this guy, Bedros Koulian. Bedros, best-selling author, man up, big audience, uh, very successful in what he's done, um, really good dude, uh, really resonate with him. He's speaking at uh, our event, Genius Challenge, that's at the end of, end of April now, as we reposition it for the end of April that I'm doing with Amelia Antonetti. So then Bedros, Bedros opens up some other doors um, to uh, other relationships, other speaking opportunities for me, um, also other collaboration. And he led with giving actually to me. I was like surprised um, because, you know, he's very influential, impactful. And then I'm going to, I'm now even more committed to being proactive of giving back to him because and the law of reciprocity, you know, what, what you receive, you will also want to give. Uh, most good humans, right? We want to give back. If someone's being super kind and generous to us, we return the favor. Um, so tap into that and tap into the power of the Dream 100. Chet Holmes, as Woody would do, by the way, I'll, I'll end that part, is over and over and over again. He would turn around Warren Buffett's companies and turn them into number one. He kept doing it over and over and over and over again. Eventually, Chet became one of Tony Robbins' business mentors and business partners. Uh, this is in the 90s. Unfortunately, he died of, of cancer in the 2000s, um, uh, I think 2014 or something. Um, but brilliant strategy. I've never seen a more powerful. I, I like to build relationships and just genuine, loving, kind relationships like Glenn Lundy is one of those. He's an amazing human being as you get to know him. So many other people on the stage, so many other people in this audience that are part of Breakfast with Champions. C-Rock, you know, C-Rock's next. You guys are going to love him. Um, but just be intentional about your relationships. And then if you guys want, I do host a workshop about once every two or three months on the Dream 100. So you guys uh, can opt into that if you want as well. Where I coach you guys on breaking it down and building it. But I'm curious who's, who's going to build 
build their brand, build their business, and is really intentional about building great relationships this year with whatever they're building. I'm curious, Flash or Mike, if you would like to share. Yeah, go ahead. Who's that? I was kind of just, I was just agreeing that that's the case, but I want to tell you real quick. And if we go a little over, it's okay. Cause the next guy won't mind. Um, <laughs> good morning, everyone. Hey, so, uh, I did a little exercise with my daughter. She writes her goals down in the morning. And one of the goals she had on there was to, to meet Mrs. Bench. I don't know if you know who Mrs. Bench is. I didn't know who she was, but apparently she's a big YouTuber on fidgets, fidget toys. I don't know if you guys know what fidget toys are, but Anybody that has kids may know those little bubble pushing things and the, I don't know, they're just things you fidget with. And so I know that I have the ability to reach pretty much anyone. I, I know, I just know that, right? And this goes to what you're talking about. So I told her, keep writing your goals down. You never know what can happen. She, she didn't think that that was possible. Well, of course, I reach out to Mrs. Bench on Instagram, shoot her a DM, just like I reach out to a lot of people. And she responded. I told her that my daughter writes her goals down. She wanted to meet her and... And here's the thing. She just sent a video last night saying hi to Sophia. And I just showed my daughter and it blew her away that that, and, and she looks at it as magical. Right. And I think that, you know, my coach, I'm going to bring him on today. Richard said the other day, the believing is magic. And, uh, so I just wanted to share that with you on the topic you just, you just mentioned. And of course the dream 100 works like, like you got to execute it, but it works. hundred percent. Love that. Great share. And see rock. I'm curious. For you, like how how intentional are you about building relationships? Because you built a great brand and great business. Like, what's been your approach and your strategy for that over the last few years? So that's everything to me. That's what I spend. I uh, would say ninety percent of my time on. You know that that's it. Everything else can take care of itself, at, or when I get to it, or I, I build a team to handle the other things. But what I found over the years before I really had success. Uh, what I would say globally is that I, I didn't, nobody knew who I was and I didn't establish a brand. And so what I wanted to focus on is if I were to reach out to someone and they looked me up, they could find me very easily, whether it was Google, Instagram, or what have you. So I focused on content. I focused on building my brand and I just focused on when I started the podcast, I just went nuts. I mean, I, I had so many episodes in the can that I couldn't even release enough and so I started having to do two a week and I went on every single person's podcast that would have me. And then I was located in Google very easily because everybody else's Google uh, results would show my name, you know. So uh, once I did that, then it was easy, you know, because I know I know what I'm capable of. I know what I'm going to do and I know where I'm going. But other people don't know that. So you just need to get the door open. And the way to get the door open is one, reaching out to people and, and being being places, showing up over and over and over again, and also developing a brand where somebody were to search you, they they can see that you're legit, you're consistent, and you and you mean business. Love it. Love it. And and you're in the real estate game, and I know how intentional you are uh, within the real estate, how vital that is. Um, I'm also curious, Bobby, I saw you flashing as well. Bobby, you're so, so freaking intentional about building relationships. We'd love to hear your insight on how vital relationships are to your success and your future and what your, if you have any specific approaches or strategies that you'd like to share about that before we hand over the mic to C-Rock. Yeah, I do. Um, also like sellers. So there's the real deal for anyone who doesn't know. I'm hung over in New York right now. So <laughs> that's what's up. Um, but I'm actually here in line with that. Like I'm here building relationships. Um, also with that said, I'm going to do this awesome, like clubhouse in real life event in New York city on the top of a rooftop Thursday. If you're in the NYC area, like David Hill and Jeff, the entrepreneur, like driving down from like Boston area, there's going to be a ton of people. It's going to be awesome. And there's already like some really awesome people coming. So just hit me up. Um, this is what I do, man. I get on planes. I build relationships and like Zeller, like you, you know, like you hooked me up with some people who are changing my life, bro. And I knew right away when we zoomed, I was like, you're, you're in my tribe. Cause we get, we get it. We get the power of relationships. We get the power of being genuine. It's funny because I look back at my career, had a good career in Canada. Now, um, you know, Hollywood, New York, all this stuff, right? It's all, it's all like being able to build networks. Um, I was doing this before 
um, networks were a thing. I built the largest multicultural network in the Canadian entertainment industry at the age of 25 by accident because I just needed a mechanism to communicate um, sort of like racist news uh, to the multicultural community. And then I ended up becoming this sort of like reluctant leader um, because I was always aware of the power of building bridges and that never stops. And so what I've learned now for Clubhouse is I've built this large network, um, but I get on planes and I meet them and the friendships are real and they get stronger when you meet in person. So again, I see I'm doing it right now. If you're in the New York area and you want to come out Thursday, hit me up. I made a flyer. It's going to be powerful. And when you meet people in person, that relationship gets five times stronger. Over to you, dude. I need some Gatorade. Hundred percent. Thanks, Bobby. Yeah, guys, just create those experiences. Create like Bobby is creating basically experiences to create magic and connections, and and uh, that's so vital. I know Breakfast with Champions also hosts some live events in person as well. Uh, so definitely a key part, guys. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.